this truly was a gift. And I was like, amazing. And of course, at that moment, I just gave thanks. But what was really fascinating about this was when I got back to my room, I was like, there's something in this. This is very powerful. This is no such thing as random, no such thing as coincidence, especially when I'm the only one on the beach and this was just sitting there all by itself. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. It's Pete here joining you for another episode. And all I'm going to start off by saying is, wow, it is absolutely full on here at Inner Power HQ at the moment. We've got so much going on and we have literally been really connecting very closely with so many people after the episode around making the commitment. And I have just loved the reception Uh, it has received from all of you. So all the people who have sent messages, have replied on social media, sent through emails, I just first and foremost want to say a huge thank you. We love hearing from you. We love hearing your feedback. And it has really inspired this very episode. And it really does flow on beautifully from what we're talking about. And it's just really stepping up. And even for me, so in this episode, bear with me because I'm going to take you on a little bit of a personal journey and I'm going to give you some great metaphors and analogies. And I'm just really hoping that it will allow you to see things in a different way or from a different perspective. And uh, I have found that over the many years of connecting with clients and uh, working on stage and online that when I do this, people go, oh, and it just helps them to click. So I really wanted to kind of bring this into uh, this episode for you and kind of work it through. And it really does because, you know, in the previous episode, it was about like, we've got to make the commitment and the difference between actually making commitment, what that requires versus just saying it and whatever else. You've got to really own that. And of course, when you make that commitment, you're signaling change. And it's not just change like in your life. I really want to explain that when you do step up and you make that commitment and you really set that intention, you are really signaling not just to yourself, but in energy wise, but also to, you know, energy and universal energy around you as well. And it's going to really align with you. And you align within self and then you align with universe. And that's what's going to really kind of create the flow. But the biggest thing is sometimes when we start this process, it's going to require change. Making a commitment, again, is the first step. Really going, yes, I'm going to do this. I want this. This is where I'm going. I believe in this much. And you go out there and you signal that. And with a great intention, you're really directing that energy to move forward into the space and creating that future that you really want for yourself and that future that you deserve. It's there. You would not be able to envisage it or have or tap into it if it wasn't possible. So it is there. But then we get past this moment of commitment and then we have to step into and embrace the change. And this is where it can get a little scary. And I do find even though many people start off with the best of intentions of that commitment, but now it's requiring that little bit 
more action and moving forward, we start to feel the squeeze. We start to feel that discomfort because we are now going to the edge of our comfort zone. We are now going to the edge of what we really do know. And if for some reason that's an invisible line in our mind and beyond that invisible line, we feel like it's a big black void and, you know, our brains tell us, don't go there. It's a scary place. Like, please don't go there. You know, you're safe here. Stay where you are. But the absolute truth is that you have to step over that line. And if you really want to create that change, that's where you have to go. That's where everything that you are wanting is now resting is out there. Because whatever you're looking to change, whatever the commitment you have made, it does not lie within the current sphere that you have. It does not lie within the life that you currently know. It exists beyond that. So you're going to have to really push yourself in this. And this is what I wanted to talk to you about because there's some very key things when you go through this process that I want to explain to you and help you to show that what you might be experiencing, that level of fear, whatever it may be, is normal and how to kind of get through that. And the easiest way for me to explain this to you is obviously through my own stories and my own experiences. And it's really interesting because the first thing is when that fear kicks in, when you're on the edge of that invisible line and you're going, is this right for me? Is this the right direction? I, you know, when you made the decision and you made the commitment, it felt fantastic. I bet you were excited. You were pumped. You were like, yes, this is going to happen. And I'm like, Woo-hoo! and you know, you might have been going, oh, I listened to this Pete guy and he's like, oh, just, he's got me fired up. And now, you know, it could be, you know, a few days later, a week later, whatever. And I'm like, okay, now I, I'm not hundred percent sure I really want to do this. And that can be quite normal. So you'll be really excited. And now that you've got off that initial, you know, high, you may be sneaking into the fear maybe sneaking into the self-doubt, you know, those particular areas. And I just want to say, this is normal. So if you're feeling that way, it's okay. But it's also important that you are, because it doesn't matter where you are in that journey. When you make a commitment and you make a commitment to change for yourself, which has been amazing, we've just like launched and had another intake for Inner Power members and they're all ready to go. So it's been awesome. But then they go, oh, this is really going to push me. Of course it is. And this is the same thing. So There's a big thing, and I do talk about this uh, in one of my shorter courses in the Start Your Journey in the Get Into You, and I really explain this because once you understand this, and I call it the feeling loop, and it's just the basic premise, and I'll surmise it here for you because it's important. I always say to every single student and client, if it doesn't excite you and scare the shit out of you in the same moment, then it's not worth doing. Right there in that moment where it excites you and then scares you to a point where you kind of doubt it, right? That is letting you know. That is your soul coming up and letting you know this is right for you. There is growth in this. And that's ultimately what you're here for. So that's why you need to embrace this. And it's very normal because what's going to happen is you get excited and then you have a little bit of time and then you start to think about it. You might weigh up the pros and cons. Then you start to doubt it because the cons get away. Then you'll start checking with friends and family, getting different opinions about, you know, is this the right thing? Is it the right way? Have you got any suggestions? You weigh up all their opinions and then you kind of come around and you let it sit for a little bit more. Then all of a sudden it starts to, you think about it and 
you'll go through all the cons, then you let it go. You go, nah, I'm going to let that go for a while. And then you stop. Then all of a sudden, once you've let go of all the expectations and all the other voices and opinions that you've received, then all of a sudden it bubbles up again and you go, oh, but I really want to do that. And that excitement comes right back. It comes racing back to the surface and you're like, oh, but I really want to do this. And that loop, that lovely little feeling loop will go around and around again and again. And the whole thing is, but if you're going through that loop, I love that. And that to me is a huge signal from yourself and from your soul that there is something good in this for you. And I just really, you know, encourage you to embrace it. And, but you know, not everything's going to always work out, but there's something in it. And when you're going through this process, when you're, you know, I've made the commitment and now you're embracing the change, you're about to hit the edge of this zone and you're about to venture into unknown territory. Of course, it's going to be different, but you're going to be learning. And that's a key thing too. You need to learn. That's where the growth is. But even through this process, I guarantee you, if you stay centered and you can stay as calm as you possibly can, you will know that you're being supported. You will know and you will see the signs that you know that you are on the right path. If you're still not sure that you're receiving him, maybe you're already halfway through this journey, ask, right? Ask and you shall receive, but you know, don't expect an immediate response. Maybe give it a day or two or three, but just ask and you will see them. Now, I remember uh, going back, it was a huge, huge moment for me because this is going back uh, about five or six years now. And I remember I was at the point I was just super excited about really taking my craft and my connection and taking it to the stage and connecting with way more people. I got a taste test of that with my lovely mentor at the time, uh, Lisa Williams. And, you know, it was like, won't lie, it, it scared me at the time. And, you know, I think, you know, I went up there and did one like minute or five, 10 minutes that I got off. But I got to a point about five, six years ago, I was like, I want to do this and I want to, I really want to take this somewhere. Now, in that time, I, I kind of said to myself, right, I want to do this. But a big lesson I've learned, and I always say, if I can help you skip some of the pain <laughs> and help you, you know, grow a bit faster than I did, I always will. And at that time, I just did not know and I didn't believe in myself enough to go and do it on my own. And that's okay. So therefore, I thought, well, okay, I'll reach out and I will see if I can find someone who can help me do this because it was all I knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to go out there. I knew I wanted to travel the country. I knew I wanted to travel overseas. I knew that I wanted to connect with people. But then it was like, I didn't know how. And that stopped me. It was just like, I don't know how. But I didn't stop me so much because I'm like, well, if I don't know how, I'll find someone to help me. So that's what I did. And so anyway, I reached out to an old uh, acquaintance of mine and we kind of connected up and we came up with, you know, a kind of loose business partnership and agreement. And as we're kind of going through that, I remember I had some things in place and I started doing it. And there was this one moment and I've never forgotten this. And it was in that space, I really had to make a bigger commitment. And that meant a huge change in my business, my life and direction of that's why it's always stuck with me. I remember at the time I was in Mackay, which is uh, central coast Queensland. And uh, I was at a lovely little space there outside of the city center at Black Beach. And it was beautiful because it's right by the beach. And of course, I'm a sun and surf kind of guy. So I love going for a walk on the beach. But at the time I was there, I remember that things just did not go as planned. 
And my business partner and the, and the business partnership we had, even though it'd be short-lived, it just fell apart and it fell apart very quickly and it fell apart in a, not a nice way. And what was interesting is even though I knew that was no longer moving forward, I felt like, oh, wow, but I still don't know how to do this. And I felt as though, you know, universe and spirit were telling me that, you know, maybe this is not the way to go forward. And that's what I honestly thought. And it really rattled me because I was getting excited about this direction. I was getting excited about moving forward and, you know, creating this change in my life. And it was kind of starting to get a few footsteps in the right direction. But then, boom, this happened and all of a sudden, stop. You know, I'm one of those people that when that happens, I kind of just, I do stop and I I go back within myself. I originally crawl back into the shell. And I just like to think and try to wrap my head around it. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? You know, to me, it felt like mixed signals from the universe. What do you want, guys? What do you want from me? Like, I want this, but you're not doing this. You're not helping me, blah, blah, blah. So it was a tough time. Anyway, so the beautiful thing was, as much as I was doubting myself, I did what I knew and what I say is like, in those moments, just take time out. Just have time out. And I was lucky the beach was there. So I just took myself for a nice walk along the beach. And, you know, this beach is, it's a nice, nice enough beach, but it's more like a bay. So there aren't really any waves, like there's just a trickle across and it was kind of mid-tide. So it was wet sand and a bit mud flats kind of thing, but it's still nice enough. And I remember I was walking along this beach. It was a beautiful day. The wind was blowing a little bit and I was walking down towards the headland and, you know, no one else is on this beach. So it was beautiful. And I was like, just allowed me to be with my thoughts and allowed me to process things and see what it was. And I remember I was getting very close to the headland, which means, you know, a usual beach walker. We pick a mark and we say, right, I'm going to touch that rock or I'm going to go there and then I'll turn around and whatever else. And I must have been no more than maybe 150, 200 meters from the headland. And I'm like, okay, I can see that. I'll go up there. I'll go to those rocks and then I'll turn around. And that's mean on my way there, there was like, it was just me, the water, and I was looking for, great. So I walk there. What was interesting is I went to the headland, I touched the rock and I started coming back. And then what was really fascinating, I got to about the same point, about 150 meters back. And then off in the distance on the beach, I could literally see this big black blob. That's the only way I could describe it. It was like, like real black blob. And because, you know, I'm a bit of an avid fisherman and I love looking into the water. I'm always like, what is that? Because you just never know. The ocean is full of wonderful mysteries and treasures. And it was like, what is this? And I'm thinking maybe it's a like a big stick that's there. But it was just really interesting. I was like, maybe it's just a rock. But I was like, it wasn't there before. There's no one else on the beach. It's just me. I literally just walked past that spot no more than, you know, two to five minutes ago. And no one was there. That's not enough time for like the tide to to go out so much that something can be revealed. So it was just this really kind of odd thing. Anyway, I was getting closer and closer and I was still trying to guess what this thing was. And it was just dark and black and it was just sitting there. It wasn't moving. And as I got closer and closer and closer, I still couldn't see what this thing was. And so eventually I kind of came up to it and I could see it was like a lot of sea moss and you know, sea grass and algae on it. And I'm thinking, oh, it's probably just a rock or whatever else. Anyway, and so I literally picked it up and I have to admit, the, even before I picked it up, the, it, it stunk. The smell coming from this thing, oh, oh my goodness. You could tell it was just that algae and rotting smell. It just really puts your nose up and you want to turn your face away and go, oh, I can't stand that smell. But I still picked it up and 
in that moment, I actually noticed that the algae and the moss on top of it was quite loose and it kind of came off. And so I literally had to rub this item. And, and as I did, I could see it had this really amazing and unusual pattern. And it was stripy. And I was like, what the hell is this thing? And it was very interesting because then, of course, I've kind of got to the water and I've started to rub off as much as I possibly could. And then I realized it was a spiral shell. And it was not until I could really get most of it off, I really recognized what it was. And it was quite large. Like I had to hold it with both hands and it was, you know, probably half the size of a soccer ball. Anyway, it was brown and white spiraled around it was almost a perfectly fully formed ammonite shell and i was like whoa and for those who don't know what that is it's like or, an, or a nautilus shell and they're kind of very similar to a like a squid but they they actually live in these spiral shells and i was just like this is unbelievable this i was i literally looked around thinking that there was a hidden camera trying to you know prank me or something because there was no one else around, and it was not there when I was walking on the beach before, like literally five minutes. It was like I just had this immediate thought or impression of like, you know, <laughs> my my team, my spirit guides there going, right, right, Pete, hey, he's just walked, he's walked. Okay, quick, 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 put it down now. Dump it, dump it, dump it before he looks, before he looks, you know, almost like, you know, like a surprise present. And that's when he, they, they've put it there after I've walked past and then they, you know, knowing that I'd walk back and find it. And I was like, wow, what a beautiful gift. Now, despite it's obviously very putrid smell, I decided to take it home with me because this is just unbelievable. And in such a space, I was like, this truly was a gift. And I was like, amazing. And of course, at that moment, I just gave thanks. But what was really fascinating about this was when I got back uh, to my room, I was like, there's something in this. This is very powerful. This is no such thing as random, no such thing as coincidence, especially when I'm the only one on the beach and this was just sitting there all by itself. It's not like it was amongst rocks. It's not like it was amongst other corals. It was just there on the sand as a big blacky green blob. And now I know what shell it is. And so, of course, you know, you have to get your, your spirit sleuth out. You know, you put that cap on going, what does this mean? Where does this go? And when I read the meaning, it was like such a kind of comfort and it was also like an aha moment because the penny dropped and it just was like I could not believe how appropriate finding this shell at that time was what it was is that finding a nautilus shell is asking you so if you ever found one, I'd love to know. If you've ever found one, let me know because it's amazing when you do. They're beautiful. I've still got it. And what it really means is that it's universe and spirit asking you to be vulnerable. Because what happens is for the Nautilus, and I love this lesson from nature, and there's a few animals in nature that do it, but you know, I, I found this shell of this very particular animal and I was like, wow. And in that moment when I was reading it, it was explaining what happens to the Nautilus. And what happens is the Nautilus grows within the shell space and it has chambers. So it literally seals itself off. So it's not a hollow shell that goes all the way through. Each chamber is hollow, but it breaks off and seals each chamber. And so it's full of mini chambers. So if you slice one and a half, you'll see lots of chambers. And if you've ever seen the, uh, in the rock or crystal formation, the ammonites, very similar. And so what's interesting is 
the Nautilus will grow to fit that shell. And it'll keep growing and keep growing until it obviously reaches capacity of that particular chamber. And what's fascinating is that what's happening is the Nautilus doesn't stop growing. It really doesn't. It doesn't stop growing. So the chamber of the shell is only a certain size, but the Nautilus will keep growing. And what will happen is it will keep growing, but if it's not careful, it will end up killing itself or choking itself because it's not expanding. Now, it's at that moment because the Nautilus knows that it doesn't want to obviously choke itself or kill itself, but what it does is it knows that it must grow. And in order to grow, it must leave or crack the shell in order for a new chamber to form. But this is where the magic really happens for Nautilus, and it will happen for us because it is, it's beautifully metaphoric. Because in order for it to grow, and for it to grow the shell, it first must expose itself, and it first must make itself vulnerable to the outside world. So it's going to get rid of its protection, it's going to expose itself to predators, and Realistically, it's leaving its comfort zone because it knows it's to survive and in order to grow, to become stronger, to become fitter and all, you know, obviously in the nature cycle to, you know, reproduce and help with that, it must grow. It can't stay the same. And for that reason, the only way it can do that because it now has outgrown that chamber or that room or that comfort zone, it now must make itself vulnerable so a new shell can form around it. And It made perfect sense to me at that point. I had been given this beautiful gift and this beautiful like physical reminder and talisman almost of what it's like. And you must, in order to grow, be vulnerable. You must leave that comfort zone. And as you do and as you grow, you will form a new comfort zone. It was so symbolic and it really hit home for me in that moment going, this is okay. The way that happened, like I wanted this change, I had my direction, I thought I knew the direction, and I thought it was going to be with, you know, help have the people help me in the business partnerships at the time, and clearly it wasn't. But even though that fell down, it didn't mean that my direction was wrong or that growth space was wrong. But what happened was, even in that, I, even though I was doubting myself, I got this beautiful sign and symbol to remind me it's okay. You aren't going to necessarily know where you're going, but it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to let go of that. And as you grow, you'll figure it out. And as you do, the shell will form around you and you create a bigger and better comfort zone. And that is the beautiful gift and story that I was given. And it's something that I really wanted to share with all of you here. And I'm encouraging, if you've managed to stick with me and listen to this story, this is where you're at. I do not believe in coincidence. If you're listening to this, you are going to have to expose that little bit of weakness. You're going to have to expose yourself to going, maybe you don't know this. You're not knowledgeable in this area, but that's okay. You will learn. Maybe you don't know anyone and therefore you're afraid because you're going to be on your own, but that's okay. Once you step out there, you will meet new people. If you let yourself be vulnerable and you say, hey, I don't know, the right people will come into your life to help you. And then all of a sudden, they will be a permanent fixture in your life and they are a part of the next layer. 
they are a part of the new shell forming around you and forming this beautiful new comfort zone as you're moving forward in the life and direction that you want. And I honestly believe, so I just really, really wanted to let you know, if you're listening to this, allow yourself. It is perfectly normal. And if anything, it's important and necessary to be vulnerable because if you don't, you're not going to grow. If you don't grow, you're not going to learn. And that's the whole thing. And then to do that, we have to leave that comfort zone. We must cross that invisible line. And it's so, so important, right? So the biggest message I really want to live with here is whatever commitment you've done or commitment you've made, maybe whatever direction you are working on and you're moving towards, maybe it hasn't quite panned out or maybe you're still waiting for things to fall into place. But don't let the doubt sneak in. Do not doubt yourself, right? Look for the signs, ask for the signs. You will be guided. But most importantly, be vulnerable. Ask for the help if you need it. Go and learn something if you need to because you will empower yourself. And as soon as you start to allow yourself to be vulnerable, you are also going to then start to let go of the expectation and you're going to start to surrender the outcome. You have an idea of where you want to go, but how you're going to get to let go of that expectation, surrender that and allow it to go there. No different to me. I thought it was going to be with a business partner at the time and it wasn't meant to be. I surrendered and that's when spirit was sending me that message, right? And it's through that where you just let go of those expectations, be vulnerable, surrender to where universe is trying to guide you. This is when the real magic will happen. It changed my life, even though at that time and in that moment, it was terrifying. I felt like everything I've just done is now falling apart. Maybe this is not the right part. Everything, I, my mind went a million miles an hour. I was absolutely gifted that sign and symbol. Like I said, I still have it. It's a cherished item of mine and it's a constant reminder of you know what it's important to be. And quite often I look over it and go, right, okay, let go, surrender and move on with it. And as soon as you do, you will start to get back into that flow. And so this is where I just wanted to really encourage you to do this. And I really hope that this little story, you know, anecdote and analogy really does help you. And of course, if this has resonated with you, I would love to hear it. And I just really encourage you, stay the course, keep up with the commitment and remember it should excite you, yes, and it should scare you, but it's okay. Allow it to happen and don't be afraid to be vulnerable and let go and surrender. Get back in the flow and I can guarantee you, you start to do this, you will find that alignment for yourself. I'll leave you with that one and I look forward to catching you on the next episode. 